Mkulu, mkulu, nangu umistero lipote ufunu kuluma na au. E, bofunu kuluma na ye mkulu. Ayebo mdana mchelo utangene. Mtateli stulu sizo talala ngapanzi kustali. Hi, Mr. Kalampasa. Good morning to you. How are you today? Oh, I'm well. Really bought. Welcome. Thanks for coming. Have you got any latest news about uh, the future of this country? Look, uh, Rodibot, so far, this unprecedented, sporadic unrest that has taken the country by storm is very disturbing indeed. And uh, my, my worry is, uh, it seems like it's uh, snowballing to a point of no return. What do you think we should do as a people, as citizens? My impression is that South African black folks has, have a dilemma and a challenge to deal with the reality in the millennium and the after effects of a honeymoon and the intoxication of a long, long overdue delusional democracy. What, what do you mean by that, Mr. Kalambosa? I think it is time for all South Africans to wake up and smell the coffee. Since the inception of South Africa's democracy, it has become a habit for government and our people to find excuses for poor performance and lack of discipline in all sectors of the workplace as a way to determine standards and measure outputs. What do you mean when you talk about outputs? Well, it is as if complacency is part of the government's job description and, and their 30% government output expectation is the national KPI standards set up by them to measure the country's IQ and to control and limit potential of the people. Uh, the question is how on earth can this country compete internationally with such low expectation and output drive and determination. It seems as if the country's self-esteem is very low. That is why the economy is dwindling. How else can we create jobs and improve the economy when our government policies have two opposing and conflicting ends of socialism and capitalism? If you know what I mean. Uh, when I wrote it, yeah, what? It's like spitting sweet venom to wealth creators where the unions and the public servants demand high wages and perpetual labor unrest with sustained plans to deliver poor outputs is, co co is completely ignored and defies principle of free enterprise systems in a free market economy. Does it make sense? Uh, somehow to a certain extent it does make sense Mr. Kalamposha. So, but what do you think is the way forward if we must resolve this, the, 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 the challenges? Roybot, in my opinion, if you are not born to lead, you will not possess a vision to guide and manage progress. The country needs progress. If you are not born to manage a people, you will not possess compassion and a passion to excel in your job and conquer challenges like a champion. Yeah, we need champions to lead, to lead the country. If you are not born to think openly and take advice willingly, you will not possess the ability to see right from wrong when things go bad. 
the country is going bad and institutions of government are, 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 are going astray. If you are not born to inspire a nation to rise above adversity, you will not lead by example to honor the spirit of great leaders like Abu Mahatma Gandhi, like people like Abu uh, Martin Luther King and Abu Mandela to name just a few. Therefore, in my opinion, you are not a leader, but a dozier. A paper dozier is someone like a school prefect and cannot control or direct positive events which shapes the nation to a desired goal of building a secure, bright future for its citizens. And this is exactly my point why the country is going astray. Most leaders in our government institutions and parliamentarians are paper dossiers, leaders who are trying to restrain their emotional and personal indulgence of turbulent day-to-day -day decisions as if they are managing bedroom crisis only to keep their families happy. Ama priorities waba wafani na priorities of the citizens. That is why we have chaos in all the, uh, communities around the country. These leaders, they concern themselves too much with their well-being instead of the well-being of the nation. When chaos arises, they are unable to manage e trauma or implement national disaster avoidance strategies in their own vicinity before this happens. This is because they are programmed mentally to fail and are not gifted with the divine instincts to see beyond the four walls of their own comfort zones. So, going forward, Mr. Katlamputa, there must be alternative solutions and miracles that we can pull as a nation. How else can they win? How can they win any battle against adversity? Uh, poverty, job creation, unemployment in our country when corruption is so rife and nobody has been brought to book. Mismanagement of foreign donations and nepotism or killing of ACT many patients. How else can we win against diseases like E. cholera, HIV, AIDS, TB and hunger in rural communities where they, when they themselves are sick and ill-disciplined in managing municipalities that are collapsing. Tell me, there is an alarming and growing need to improve uh, a dress code in government sectors and discipline in those agencies, including accountabilities to customer service, providing excellence to people's needs and not arrogance we see in these offices of government. Otherwise, it is left to individuals to find alternatives, to create their own opportunities and jobs to eliminate poverty and to improve the economy if government intervention programs continue to fail the people. Do you see my point? Well, Mr. Kalabota, I can see your point exactly, but there should be some way going forward. Yes, there, yeah, there are many options to go forward, but the most common and worrisome excuse is to blame apartheid for our shortcomings, poor skills, complacency in the collapse of services and the infrastructure to the extent of exploiting our past history as the cause. That should not be the case, which is not always the case, is it? Before we point fingers, shouldn't we be looking at the grand leaders, the current leaders, those who stand in the podium of power, of continued light, lies, who promote lip service as the cause of social injustice? First and foremost, these leaders lack compassion. They have no heart. They are like robots. They have no passion and commitment for leadership excellence. 
they are driven by personal ambition for material self-enrichment that promotes their ego ego yabo and lust for power is very intoxicating and they are under the influence of unknown drugs that we cannot find the cure for they are they haven't woken up to be sober they are complacent and take no responsibility for their bad decisions and actions this is because they think they are untouchable who thinks he cannot uh, cannot be touched by the law they enjoy protection by party political ideology to get away with murder so what are we going to do about it worst of all they lack dynamic moral principles by which society can be guided to raise its consciousness of values to a higher plateau of human progression and self-realization that has not happened in the last 25 years they have no sense of pride and direction to transformation and reconstruction without the help of the the first world the usa china brazil and asia this view in my attempt is to look at the perception of reality of our own self-denial defined by our limitations laziness and lack of commitment to do things right for the first time to showcase the best of our abilities that that god has given us our talent and responsibility is one of them by relying too much on the powers that be as a nation or citizens to control our fate we have a sign of our power to take up our own independent leadership role as citizens otherwise pakistanis nigerians zimbabweans and somalians wouldn't have invaded and took over the spaza shop industry under our, our own nose and the private sector jobs to dominate the retail streets of johannesburg and the south african big city pavements if government took care and protected our interest first before they could let outsiders do as they please if you go to botswana and swaziland as a foreigner you don't do as you please there are laws and if you don't observe them they put you behind bars or send you back to your own country in south africa that's not the case outsiders have more privileges and possess precedence over our local first rights as first class citizens if government remembered who put them in power in the first place this would not be the case my friends for example if your if our belief system dominates our thoughts as government it therefore controls the destiny and the ultimate behavior of the nation your government and the anc is responsible for setting for setting up high dependency syndrome and mentality amongst black people by allowing citizens to rely too much on it the anc for everything in order to say there and control the votes where is democracy if you can't exercise your freedom of choice and your freedom of speech why would they give foreign pre- foreign pregnant girls free money to be pregnant if our constitution if our constitution wants to protect the interest of local citizens first why would they allow free entry into our borders to every dictator and heri to qualify for citizenship without being a political asylum tell me why why would they dispense free medicine and healthcare to everyone including self-employed illegal aliens who do not pay tax to benefit from this dwindling resource is this true a true value of socialism or just another ploy to confuse ignorant masses in order to gain support from their unconditional vote why is this government unable to fight youth unemployment in south africa 
and build sustainable job opportunities why is small business struggling to grow out of the kitchen table and still stuck in informal traders if there is the ministry of of small business was capable of doing the right the right uh, job to save the economy government first of all does not know how to create jobs my friends the question is every citizen should ask is why is government failing failing to do this in the last 25 years what miracle are they going to pull to defy the odds after may 2019 why are they realizing they need the importance to do it now the truth is that anc's political position is to pretend they are doing something for you just because it is convenient now for them to use the current opportunity to save their faces and to continue to entertain luxury luxurious lifestyle at our expense do you see what i mean maybe this is another ploy to cloud our judgment so that they can take away our power of choice and replace it with their party political brain hogwashing to control and to continue to to try to control us what do you think uh, mr kazamputa i think you probably are right uh, but what's your point well my point is the nation is the nation so blind and stupid that they can't read between the lines are the citizens so delirious and drunk with chupa that they can't see right from wrong by now are we not failing our faculty of reason as citizens to judge and analyze potential disaster objectively before it happens what what i mean is is our belief system so screwed up and entrenched into a political affiliation to into our political affiliation that we can't even see the trees from the forest this is a figure of speech you must read between the lines we can pretend that south africa is cool according to subculture yet this is not the case and does not affect our livelihood negatively and directly right now the, the question and the truth is that we have become a victim of a big political scandal and scam of the Cordesa political negotiation this Cordesa agreement was flawed and favored the terms of reference of the ruling party which is the ANC this ruling party did not fight the struggle alone if you want to know the truth there were internal and external forces who contributed like me who also funded the struggle but did not benefit from any tender or PEE recognition to participate in the mainstream of our economy. I'm also a victim of the SME marginalization. That's why you think summer sweeting upon sweeting upon sweeting summer sweeting upon summer popcorn nama keep keep light to the school. The country was not intended to be a wholesome beneficiary of democracy in the true sense of the word when a report with all its physical assets and intellectual property what you call democracy is a semantic it's a jargon of words to confuse illiterate folks only a few elite secretly and contractually are bound and own and control this country they are they are more than ama pee they've got a collaboration nama so-called a white monopoly capitalist You've been duped and blinded by lack of questioning their credible leadership and ownership or mis of misguided authority and power. Their scandals, the scandals of greed and corruption, is a sure sign of the cracks on the walls of democracy. Wait until this democracy, these walls crumble 
you will know the foundation of a fake democracy and poor governance was built on sand. That is how, if you want to understand the fall of the Roman Empire, the Roman Empire, Empire fell from grace because of greed and arrogance. The fall of the Roman Empire came to being because of pride and egotism and corruption. The fall of the ANC will be due to the greed of the greed and arrogance. What's stopping ANC from, from falling apart from its arrogance and greed? History will always repeat itself, my friends. How different is South Africa from yesterday's Rome? It is not different. You are either as free as a figment of your imagination or as imprisoned as the size of the chains you wear in your mind. And most citizens are not free. They have been captured in their mind. Your blissful ignorance is running amok. The life of the show of your life on autopilot without your authority or supervision. Because you have been brainwashed. Now, who should you point your fingers at but yourself? You put them in power. As you sow, so shall you reap. Among Bonamena, a majority of South Africans are actually living a nightmare. Blacks especially are still oppressed and live in Wonderland under the false pretense that they are happy and free. Wrong again, they are not free. There would be no service delivery protest if this was not the case, would it? Marikana massacre would not remind us of the Sharpeville shooting during the times of apartheid if this was not the case, would it? ACT many sick patients death toll would not have happened if the, com the government had the right people in, the, in these jobs to take care of the sick people in our hospital, would they? There would be no Inkanda scandals and the Limpopo SPV money laundering and the closure of the bank if this was not the case, would it be? Group 5 multinational construction company would not retrench thousands and thousands of its staff and people and close down if the unions knew the importance of keeping jobs and job creation. If this was not the case, would it? Where are the Guptas now? Why are Glencore and Optimum Mines stock falling from the JSE ever since Tulima Donzella exposed government corruption and the dirty linen of, of government in, in public to bring corruption out in the public. We can talk all day long about how bad the situation is. But each person should take should be educated enough to see and know the difference between good and bad and make an informed decision how to correct the future of our country by voting for the party that will bring change. And not lip service. They were given a chance to rule for 25 years. Now it is time for other parties to rule. The West or the world doesn't operate on political rules of fantasy. Reality is that this country sucks and we better get used to it. We are partly responsible for the decisions that we made and the future where we, are found, we have found ourselves in. What has happened in Parliament or what is happening in this country? Is the color of the oppressor at the union building, not the, the principle in the system of apartheid. The question that every citizen must ask themselves is who is fooling who right now as we speak. You be the judge. Thank you. Report. We'll talk again. Cheers. God bless you.